1: Welcome to the CHGO Blackhawks Podcast. Happy Tuesday. We're presented as always by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars. I'm Jay Zawoski. We've got Greg Boyson and Mario Terabasi here in our West Loop studios. Very comfortable in here today. Yeah, it's nice. By the way, very nice. Great job by the Navarro Heating and Air Conditioning Company. Free. Play. Maybe they won't charge us now that I did that. <laughs> I don't know if there's. Yeah. There you go.
0: Great dudes, but I hope to never see them here again. <laughs> right.
1: But they're doing a fantastic job doing the John McLean up in the vents and sawing stuff. Yes. And it's really nice and cool in here. Uh, so the playoffs are here. Round two of the playoffs are, are here. They begin tonight. And uh, we are going to roll out our second round predictions, I think, later in the show, too, time allowing. We're going to advance the conversation a little bit on the Blackhawks coaching search. We glossed over it a little bit yesterday, uh, Kyle Davidson putting a bit of a timestamp on... Uh, his timeline and we're seeing some other coaching candidates being interviewed today including Barry Trotz and the Winnipeg Jets so lots to get to so let's get right to it fellas round two is among us where would we like to begin
2: I think we can get the easiest one out of the way first and go uh, Colorado versus St. Louis I think that's a good place I I think our uh, I think our friends at DNVR are going to be um, happy once again with a very short series
1: yeah, and I liked your. Uh, it's going to be pu- published after the show, right? Our predictions. Yep. Uh, you'll really enjoy Mario's very brief yeah. prediction of this series. Uh, He's <laughs> a man of few words, but they are very effective <laughs> words. Yeah, yeah I, I'll effective. give
2: you. A, I'll, I'll give you a teaser in which it is also the full analysis of of the series. Screw the Blues. I agree. That's it. I'm, Colorado's too good. I don't want to see St. Louis happy. Screw the Blues. Abs in four. I'll g- I'll give you guys one win. Oh, I like it. All right. Or abs in five. Sorry. Five. All right. Abs in five.
0: Yeah, I I too am on the abs in five train. Uh, the Blues. I'll give them credit. As much as it pains me to do so, I will give them credit. I thought they were dead uh, as dead when Minnesota went up two one. Minnesota looked so good in game three. Yeah. And then they switched goalies. They, they gave up on Villa Huso, Villa Huso and they went back to Jordan Binnington, who hasn't been very good lately, but he was very good in these last three games. Credit to him, uh, the Chicago Wolves legend Jordan Binnington, and um, they pulled it out but this is a different beast these are not the Minnesota Wild lining up on the other side Minnesota I don't think has anybody as fast as Colorado's slowest player around there. I mean this, and is, that's one the, man, this is one saying something man because Minnesota
1: of the, was really good this year yeah so. but yeah. they just
0: they just weren't quite there yet they they're I'm a the cusp of being there but as we saw with the Blackhawks, you know, in, in, in 08, 09, you know, you, you got to take a couple of lumps before you get ready. You got to learn to lose before you can learn to win, uh, as they like to say. So, you know, Minnesota, disappointing. Colorado, they, they may be the fastest team in the history of the NHL. Wow. They are, they're just ridiculous. Even I their fourth line. It's hard to argue with that. Their f- speed kills – Kyle Davidson has mentioned it many times, including a bunch of times yesterday. He wants the Blackhawks to get faster. Why? Because the Colorado Avalanche are the best team in the league, and they're the fastest team in the league. They're also very talented. They're not good just because they're fast. They're fast and talented. But the Blues just, I don't think, have the wheels to hang with these guys. They're going to try and muck it up. They're going to try and slow them down. That may work for a period or two. But in the end, Colorado, just too fast, too talented – uh, maybe Bennington steals a game, maybe two, or maybe Bennington reverts back to his regular season, and this gets over really quick.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm trying to find a place in my mind where the Blues have an advantage, and I can't find one. No, maybe just...
0: maybe in the being mean jerk division in, department. <laughs> but that, but then again, Nazam Kadri's there, and that just that's a wash.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're probably right about that. And let's not forget Gabriel Landeskog has, uh, has had his share of of not great moments What's too. What's the
0: sweetest word for peen? <laughs>
1: I don't know. Joey, get like on that. What's question. the Swedish word for peen? <laughs> Look that up for us. Gabriel Elbowskog, <laughs> as I like to call him. Great player, but he can be, he can be a jerk when he wants yeah. to. Well, you mentioned, you know, um, having to take their lumps, right? The, the, the Wild having to take their lumps. The Avalanche have done that. Yeah. They have yeah. been for a few years one of the Cup favorites and have fallen short. This feels like anything short of a Cup final is a failure for Colorado uh-huh. and uh, they are so head and shoulders, the best team in the West. It's almost like they have to fail to not get to the cup final. And um, I think they're going to win this series in five. I'm hoping they win this series in five. I'm really excited to see just as we discuss, give us more Connor McDavid, give us more, give us more um, Kale McCarr. Yeah. Right. L- and lack and of absolutely. respect
0: from you guys for Jordan. Uh, Carew not sure Jordan how to say
2: it. He was, won the fastest skater this year. Well, you got one guy. Okay.
0: One guy. <laughs> that's one guy. You got game. one guy, got one But guy a, whole, t- a whole team. Madeline's that's have 12 Jordan Kyrus. That's fine. <laughs> but if you as can long as him, give him his stars. All right. All right. Sure. All right. Way, way to win
1: an all-star competition between five guys. Big St. Louis fan, Joey, over here, <laughs> trying to, trying to shove St. Louis down our throats. I'm trying to think of a faster team, and when I think fast in hockey, I think Pavel Beret. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that Bure McGillney Canucks team was pretty fast, but it might have been just those two <laughs> that, <laughs> right. was, that yeah. were really really fast, and the rest yeah. were pretty normal. Trevor Linden, not necessarily a speed burner. No. Cliff Ronning was pretty fast for a, for a, for his time for a nineteen but early nineties yeah, player. I yeah. don't think they could hold a hold a candle to, to the Avalanche oh, no. here. I they mean, are just
0: Blues are going to try and get in their way. Guys like Ryan O'Reilly, their big bodies are going to try and slow them down. But I just I can't see that
1: happening. Four yeah, times no. in seven games. Right, that's the thing. And, and I think we maybe are somewhat a little bit blinded by our dislike of the Blues, and maybe we're not giving them enough credit. They've won a very recent Stanley Cup. They're a playoff-tested, battle-hardened team. Um, you know, it's O'Reilly, it's Saad, on and on and on. Guys who have been there, done that. But I just, again, there's no advantage the Blues have over The Avalanche in no category do they have an advantage except
0: except playoff experience Stanley Cup experience you mentioned they've got guys that are still part of that 2019 team if you're going to choose based on who's got more ex Blackhawks then you're you're going to have to root (laughs) for the Blues because the Avalanche don't have any might be a smart play this postseason but i mean the blues have nick letty they have brendan sod guys that have won stanley cups with the blackhawks so you add those two guys in addition to the guys that are still there from 2019 they definitely know what it takes to win it all but that's still doesn't overcome they're a talented team
2: but there's a talent gap for sure absolutely and and i think
0: stranger things have happened yeah it would be a major upset, but I wouldn't be like, oh my God, this is the most unbelievable upset in sports if the Blues can pull it off. But I think in order for the Blues to win four games this series, the Avalanche are gonna have to lose two of them. Like, they're going to have yeah. to screw something up yeah, in right. order to let them into this suit. They're going to have to have a bad penalty game. Nazem Kadri may pull a Nazem Kadri and get suspended <laughs> and kicked out of a game and give them a five minute major that they score three goals on. You know, it's going to be something weird like that is going to have to happen. There's also
2: the question of, you know, how, how, what percentage of health is Darcy Kemper at? You know, if, True. if, if he can be the player he was at the beginning of the series against Nashville before, you know, um, getting hit with the, uh, with, with, that i enjoy i believe it was um you know it'll be interesting to see how where where he's at but i i even think you know even with if, it, if it's frank and, and net um colorado is still the better team and, and i think like you like like you said i don't know how st louis could pull off four wins against yeah. this avalanche team um i just i just think colorado's too talented and they're uh, they, they've had the disappointments before failing to, you know, reach the expectation levels that a, a lot of people, including themselves have for how talented they've been in recent years. Um, so I think, I think this year it's, you saw it in the Nashville series. They, they're not messing around. They're, they're just going to run through teams if they can. And I think St. Louis, they have enough to put up more of a fight than Nashville, but I, I don't think it's enough.
1: You have to wonder too, you know, they probably entered the playoffs with a little bit of doubt, knowing that they've fallen short in recent years, and just plowing through Nashville, you wonder if that just totally erased that doubt because you know they're feeling good about themselves. And mm-hmm. look, we as we were previewing the Ice Hogs and, and Wolves series, we had a little bit of concern about, well, the Wolves did anyway, for their layoff, right? right. How much is the layoff going to hurt ha- hurt them? The Avs have had a bit of a layoff themselves, but that's the thing. You talk about the Blues stealing one. Maybe it's early in the series. Maybe it's game one tonight um i just i don't know if they win one that that seems about right like i said i've got the abs in five and maybe the blues steal one and, and panic sets in in colorado but they shouldn't because they are talented as hell they're fast as hell they're physical as hell and when you look at you know teams that are built to win a stanley cup from top to bottom colorado is right there and i don't want to look too far ahead in the playoffs but when you look at a cup final there's some really good teams in the East. I think the East is a better better conference right now. But I'm gonna have trouble making an argument against Colorado, whoever they face in the final mm-hmm. if they get there. So yep. yeah, I think this one's gonna be quick. Yeah. Avalanche were
0: my predict. my I picked the Avalanche to win the cup before the season started. So I'm gonna keep picking them to stick to my guns. But they haven't given me any reason to right, right. from Not that yet, pick either. Yep. So
1: yeah. Uh, I have the the athletics series probability predictions open here based on their several models. 85% goes to the Avalanche in this one. That's obviously right. the biggest the yeah, biggest percentage that, that's of the tournament. Gotta
0: be the biggest uh, margin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The definitely. other games tonight, uh, Tampa and Florida get the battle for Florida underway. So that to me, and I think not going out on a limb here That's the most intriguing series. It's probably going to be the best series. Um, Two teams that could legitimately be called Stanley Cup favorites meeting in the second round. You've got the Lightning, who have won two consecutive Stanley Cups, just uh, took down Toronto in seven games in a really hard-fought, really excellent series. I'm looking forward to this one. I think we all knew this might be coming. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I don't want to miss a second of this of this series because I think I it's gonna be fantastic.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be a fantastic series. This, uh, as good as Tampa Bay and Toronto was in the first round, I think this one probably will exceed the the talent level. Uh, just the, the the skill, the speed, just the completeness of each team is just it's just gonna be a great series. I hope we get seven seven games of this of this matchup. Um, I, I I it's it's funny. I, I think you know question is how much you know we we mentioned it a little bit yesterday how much does Tampa have in their tank after back-to-back deep Stanley Cup final runs and 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 championships and already starting the playoffs with a very difficult seven game series Um, whereas the Panthers you know didn't have to go seven games and they've had shorter off seasons in in recent years Um, so you just you just kind of wonder where you know at what point does Tampa's uh time run out and I think it's they're really going to be tested with Florida. And this is a Florida team that got through the Capitals um basically without one of their top players, Jonathan Huberto, playing up to his standards. So I think if 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 Florida gets you know gets to full steam, you know, they, they probably could be the favorites in this series. But much like Colorado, as as Greg said, on I'm the same way with Tampa. Until they give me a reason to pick against them, I can't pick against them. So I'm, I'm going with the Lightning in this one.
0: Yeah, it's, it's nine straight series wins for the Tampa Bay Lightning. This series reminds me a lot of um, the 2009 Western Conference Finals with the Blackhawks and the Red Wings. Mm. The Blackhawks were that up-and-coming team. The Red Wings were the team they needed to beat. They needed to slay the Dragon to get – to the next step and they didn't get it done. But then the next year, you know, we all know what happened. So this is, this is the dragon for the Panthers. Yeah. In order to win the Stanley cup, you got to beat the Tampa Bay lightning Tampa. These two teams met in the first round last year, if you guys remember. And, uh, Tampa won that series in six games. Uh, it was kind of a, you know somewhat close series you had a couple of of four goal games in there four goal wins for each team but you also had an overtime game and a couple of one goal games so tampa has that experience factor there's no doubt about that um but the panthers went out and got a guy like claude claude at at the the trade for this series Yep. he -hmm. is going to be so huge in this series and i don't mean just by what he does on the score sheet i just mean about like hey That's a guy that's seen it all. He's been to a Stanley Cup final. Sure, it was a long time ago when he was a much younger player, but he's been through playoff runs. He's been through disappointments. He's been through all of it. So when it gets to a moment in game one or game two of this series, he can take some of these younger guys, some of these guys that don't have the long playoff runs, and pull them aside and say, hey, it's just one period. It's just one shift. Let's get them that, you know. There's where he's going to bring his value, and I think the – Overall key to this series on whether who advances or not is going to be the health of Braden Point.
1: Yeah.
0: If he can't play or if he can't play to his full capacity, that's a huge loss for Tampa. Yes, they've got a lot of weapons. You've got your Kucherovs, your Stamkoses, your, your, your you know Hedmans, Vasilevsky, and that. But Point could arguably be the most valuable player of these last two cup runs. Because what happened in these last two playoff runs? When they needed that big goal, it seemed that it was always Braden Point was the guy to do it. At a tie game, or you needed a, tie, a, a, a game tying goal late in regulation, it seemed it was always Braden Point yep. that found the soft spot in the ice and scored that goal. And if he's not out there, that's a huge loss. But with all that being said, like Mario said, until the Tampa Bay Lightning lose a playoff series, I'm not betting against them. I'm predicting the Lightning to win in seven, but it's going to be a great— Great series. Something worthy of, of a conference final, more than a second-round series. All right.
1: Like you with the Avalanche, I chose the Panthers to win the Stanley Cup. I made that bet when I saw that they were rumored to be one of the favorites for Claude Giroux, and then they got him. So I got those odds before they got him, which is there great. Um, so I'm 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 going to go with Florida. I just think that, as you mentioned, it is their time to slay the Dragon. That seven-game series against Toronto was grueling for the uh, Lightning. They're a year older. All those sort of things. Look, I think it's a coin flip. I, I say Panthers at seven. It can go either way. But I think this is just their year. Night after night after night, as I watched the Panthers when they were on ESPN Plus or whatever, to me, they looked locked and loaded, ready to win, ready to be that team. You've got Huberto with a huge MVP-type season. Sasha Barkov is fantastic. Like, just you go top to bottom. You guys like Anthony Duclair, you know, who is finally, after what, his third or fourth team in the league, has found his game. They're just really, really solid top to bottom. And, yeah, you're right. It is the Dragon. But at some point, the Dragon has to die. And if there's <laughs> one team in the East to kill the Dragon, it's the Florida Panthers. And I am I just can't wait for this one. It's Like I said, after the Calgary-Dallas game, I couldn't sleep. I I feel like it's going to be the same deal. I'm glad these are the earlier games right? so I can sort of settle down <laughs> when they're <laughs> over because I feel like it's just going to be however many games the series goes – and it's going to go long because these two teams are awesome. It's going to be exciting. I think every game is going to be close. Yeah. And and I, your point about Braden Point is, hey, look at that, is spot on because that point dude, point. he should be a household name, uh, yeah. right? Like, if he's on any other team.
0: If he's, not, if he's a Maple Leaf, it, it, he's, he's,
1: he's unbelievable. He's a Hart Trophy finalist. And you talk about players built for playoff hockey, that's Braden Point. And if he is... 80, 85 percent of what Braden Point usually is, Tampa going to have or Florida going to have their hand hands full. So and they do already. So that that is a huge huge factor in the series. But just because I placed the bet <laughs> and you guys are kind of like ah, you're steering me, I don't I don't want to hedge my bet. Um, I I like the Panthers. I'm rooting for the Panthers. I hope they do it. I hope they take them down. And uh, former Blackhawk Andrew Burnett, Blackhawks legend Andrew Burnett, can hoist the Stanley Cup. That would be yeah. cool. in a few weeks. So
0: yes, I'm. I I am. I'm cheering for the Panthers. Yeah,
1: but it's just it's
0: so hard to bet against the Lightning at this one, point. Uh, one it of the is. best
2: things about the Blackhawks, one of the silver lines about the Blackhawks not being in the playoffs, is that we can just watch this and enjoy the chaos of yeah. Stanley Cup hockey and it's just like this is great. I don't like I literally don't care who wins or loses each game. I just want to be entertained and it's been s- that that desire has been satisfied yeah. almost pretty much every night and almost every game. I mean,
0: I was on the edge of my seat in game 7 overtime of the of the Stars Flames and right. I don't care for either team. I, didn't care way. Either I, don't, way, I don't care either yeah. I, mean. I I've, I've become somewhat of a fan of the Flames this season. But, like, in the long run, I wouldn't have cared if they lost, other than my brackets would have been busted. But, <laughs> right. you know, it was, it was, on the, it was so exciting. Yeah. And I just, just, just nothing can be replicated. We got five game sevens in round one. I, mean, I think this says it all. NHL, five game sevens, two decided in overtime, two decided by one goal, one
1: decided by two goals. NBA, two game sevens. One decided by 28 points. One decided by 33 points. <laughs> yes, go. the
2: game I mean, sevens were much better in the NHL. Yes, so, so far. Yes,
0: um, you know, it's been fantastic, and this this round definitely, I I, I expect it's just going to get better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, it's going to get more intense. You've got two big rivalries going at it, and and you know. Blues and, and Avalanche—I wouldn't call them a huge rivalry, but they're same division. They definitely yep. don't like oh, yeah, each other. It's it's going to oh, be great. Carolina and Rangers—they don't like each other. You've got so we'll get to that series in a second, but it's going to be amazing playoff hockey. Um, it's I, yeah, let's go. Drop the puck. Let's just start <laughs> them out.
1: I, I just like that it is joyful stress, yeah, instead yeah. of the misery we feel the entire playoffs when the Blackhawks every, are in it every thirty seconds. Oh my God, it's <laughs> it's so funny that. When you are a fan, January in the chat is feeling it with the Rangers right now where you're living and dying with every second of the series mm-hmm. and you just feel you have in the pit of your stomach all the time because a hockey game can flip like this, you know, in the blink of an eye, everything changes, everything's different. And um, I mentioned I was at the game in 1996 when the Avalanche eliminated the Hawks in uh, was a double or triple overtime. Joe Sackick scored. And it was everyone in the building just looked at each other like, no, that didn't happen. That wasn't real. That was yeah. not reality. That was a high stick or he kicked it or he's in the crease. Like, you're looking for a way to erase this moment from happening. And you, you go through the joy and the stress of enjoying it, and then it's, boom, over like that, yeah. good or bad. I, I just think of Brent Seabrook's overtime winner, which to me, against Detroit, mm-hmm. uh, to me, that is my favorite singular moment of the dynasty because of, the slaying of the dragon yeah. and the symbolism of beating Detroit and the Nicholas Jalmerson waved off goal and all the things and the Hawks coming back from down 3 1 in that series. Yeah, That moment, just in the blink of an eye, and a sort of unlikely candidate to do it too. Like, man, that stress, I miss it, but sometimes I don't. I like yeah, watching these I games would, I, with a smile on my face instead of a lump in my yes, throat. Yes, it is, it is absolutely enjoyable
2: to to watch games not caring about who wins or loses and just enjoying the, the the level of play at this time of year in the NHL but as much as as the Stanley Cup playoffs take off of your life as a fan. Yeah, I would. I would
1: trade that in for the Blackhawks being involved in this. Oh, of
2: course. You know, Ten times. Out yeah, of 10. yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: I'll die at seventy instead of eighty, <laughs> uh, or for me probably uh, fifty-five instead of forty-five. <laughs> <All laughs> no, right. yeah. That's a little dark. Sorry, yeah, I would, I, but I, yeah, <laughs> I would. I would take
2: those feelings every day, and that's that's what I hope to get
0: back to. The interesting thing, though, as as I progressed in in this job. And I've spent more time behind the curtain and now even more time behind the curtain at the NHL level. I kind of feel like what Kobe Cohen said last week when he was here that, like, I don't find myself necessarily rooting for teams anymore, but I'm rooting for, like, individual players. Yeah. Mm. Because I've realized now that, like, as you as you cover the sport more often, you lose a little bit of that fandom. You do because you realize that every team has really good people. Part of it, guy. People that you build relationships with, people you talk to, people that do favors for you or or or, or help you along the way, and then you don't want to like actively cheer for them to like, eh, screw you, you know, get lost. <laughs> awesome. But you know, it, it, so I root for. I'm I'm rooting more for like individual players to do well, and and you know, we got in the other Western Conference series, the best individual player. We've seen in quite some time. Yeah, right. we're going to
1: get to that in a second. But the Athletics series odds for Florida and Tampa: sixty-six percent for Florida, which to me is shocking. That's high. Which proves the numbers don't tell the whole story. Yeah, well, I believe
2: I believe the uh, Athletics model had uh, Toronto pretty heavily favored in the first round yeah. too. So. Yes. Uh, Take some, that dumb. So, sometimes the uh, the analytics tell a different story than uh, what actually yes. is, is our, out there. there. there obviously,
1: there's no heart and fire and passion. You can't number measure in fire there. and can't passion. You can't measure the heart. Um, all right. We're going to get to the other two series in a moment here, but want to remind everybody that the best way to support us here at CHGO is to download that points bet app. And when you do, make sure you use that promo code CHGO. When you do that, you're going to get two risk free bets up to $2,000. But. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you're also going to get a free CHGO membership. That unlocks all of our great web content. We've got uh, a bunch of new stuff dropping in the, today and tomorrow. A ton of new stuff coming out at allchgo.com. Uh, you get uh, access to our Discord. You're going to get a free shirt for making that $50 or more first-time deposit at points bet. Like I got my CHGO Blackhawk shirt on here. Joey's wearing a CHGO Bull shirt. Uh, everybody here is rocking the gear. And uh, I think, Mario, you said your buddy was saw somebody wearing it at the zoo. A uh, that was, shirt. That was that, was was my that you? Yeah.
0: It was actually one of Kevin's friends. Uh, That's awesome. Guy, uh, Peter Pantsless geraci on uh Twitter. Is uh who it was. <laughs> I don't know his real name. It doesn't matter. He's been in the office. He's a good friend of Kevin. The He's greatest name yeah. of all yeah, time. Yeah.
1: So yeah, right, that's so who it was. Shout out to my, my guy Pantsless. <laughs> so that's two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making a fifty dollar or more first-time deposited points bet. It's your home for live in-play betting, and it just got even better. Introducing NBA live same game parlay for the first time ever you can build the perfect live nba same game parlay only with points bet combine your favorite bets anytime during the game watch live parlay live and boost live with points bet and remember you can download the points bet app and register from start to finish from your couch from your shower from your patio wherever (laughs) you are you don't have to go to the casino anymore and log on to their wi-fi no start to finish on your phone so what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points. Bet gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. And if you're
2: enjoying this podcast, I'm sure you'll enjoy all the other podcasts we have on the CHGO Sports Network. Um, Bears, Bulls, Chicago Fire, Chicago Red Stars, Chicago Sky, Cubs, White Sox. Am I missing any? I think that's it. I think that's all of them. That's all of them for now. Chicago
0: needs more teams. That's maybe, exactly. Maybe more right.
2: coming, but um, yeah, become a member, subscribe at uh, allchgo.com. You will get access to uh, all of our written content, not just the Blackhawks stuff, but uh, everything across the board. Unlocks all of that for you. You get uh, you know the, the the merch that that Jay was talking about. It's it's great across the board. I love all the logos that we have. Um, I'm, you know, obviously partial to the uh, the Blackhawks logo, but. I love the, uh, the 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 Cubs and and Sox logos, um, just just they all they're all just great. We we had we had great great designs for them. Uh, the merch is great, and yeah, it's it, it helps us continue to grow, helps support us as we uh, as as we continue on in, in this CHGO journey. And yeah, it's 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 been great. So uh, and we couldn't do this without you guys. So. Uh, go to allchgo.com. Become a member. Get all that access. You get access to the members-only Discord, which we'll be checking in uh, throughout yeah. the off-season. I'm going
1: to jump on tonight during the uh, Florida-Tampa game. There you go. I'll be in there a little bit. So yeah, yeah it should it's, be fun. It's, it's 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 a good time.
2: It's good stuff, and uh, we we appreciate all the support. So uh, go 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 do that and and help us uh, continue to grow.
1: All right, let's move on to the Rangers and Hurricane series. Uh, this to me. Uh, aside from the Colorado series, uh, easiest to call. Um, you talk about, you know, having the having failure after failure after failure in the playoffs. Carolina is one of those teams, and we mentioned Colorado, Florida, and Tampa. That's the A tier, I would say, right? I would say Carolina is probably the very top of that next tier. Maybe not on the level of those three, but right there, and you could certainly make an argument if things shake out right for Carolina uh, Carolina, they could end up in a a conference final as well. Uh, I like them to take down the Rangers in six. Um, Look, the Rangers, solid for, you know, to to win that series up against the wall against a team that is battle-tested in the Penguins, commendable. Mm -hmm. Awesome job, but I just don't find a way that they're going to win four games in this series. I think Shesterkin can win them a game or two, and if you're trying to find a way – to justify yourself, a Rangers series victory, that's it. That is the clear Rangers yeah, advantage. It's the, it's the gold. In gold. Battle, yeah. it's, and I think it's a significant advantage. Uh, I love Anti Ranta, but eh, we've, seen, we've seen him before, and I, I, he's never really been able to maintain the consistent elite level of play. We've seen flashes of it. We've seen periods of it, and he was really good in the first series, but this is a different animal. This is the Carolina Hurricanes, and, and I like them to win this one in six.
2: Yeah, I I think Carolina is is definitely the favorite, I think. You know, we talk about analytics not always telling the story. That's the the story of the Rangers and how they got to this point. They True. if you look if you look at a lot of the different analytical models for the series against the Penguins, the Penguins should have beat them in 5 or 6 games. But it just, you know, the Rangers just had uh the ability to to find ways to win and you know, they 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 are a good team. It's just when it comes to the postseason, it's a different style of play, and and at five on five, the Rangers are not one of the best teams in the league. They're one of the bottom, they're in the bottom third from the regular season. So, you know, you up your you you up the level of competition against a team like Carolina. Um, whether it's anti Ranta, whether uh, Freddie Anderson gets healthy and gets back in net, I think it'll be you know the, like you said, Jay, the goaltending battle is going to be a, a highlight of this series, and and. Uh, you know, Igor Shosturkin is a, is a Vezina favorite for a reason. And a heart um, candidate. And a, and a heart candidate for a reason. A- and I think if, if, if the Rangers really are going to pull this out, it's going to be that, that they steal a few games. And that's going to be difficult against the against Carolina team that, you know, looked, looked really good in, in their first-round series and, and has been very well-constructed for the last few years. Taking down
1: Boston is not easy. No.
0: Well, that's their dragon. That's who's been knocking them yeah, out of the playoffs.
1: Right. And and Dragon Slade in the first round. Like mm-hmm. that you look at it. If I'm a playoff team and I see Boston, I'm worried. Yeah. I'm worried. I mean, that is a team top to bottom, loaded, been there, done that, been through it all. They've they've been contenders forever for a reason. And to get through that, now you can maybe think, is there a bit of a letdown for Carolina early? Because they can sort of, ugh, all right, we got through the Bruins this one should be easier. You don't want them to let their guard down. They have to come out with the same intensity they did throughout that entire series. I think they will. I think they will. I think yeah. they're ready for the next step. Um, I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to it. And you talk about rooting for players. Anti Ranta is the yeah. easiest guy in the world to, yeah. to root for. And it's also
0: physically impossible, and I believe it should be against the law, to cheer against Tebow Taravainen. <laughs> our <laughs> sp- my, our yeah, special finish special, little boy. boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, you can't do it. He's adorable. Just, Look at him. Two of my
2: favorite former Hawks.
0: I know there's Artemi Panarin on the Tavo other and side, Artemi, and we all yeah. love the Bread Man. But you know, I, Tavo Tavo was Tavo was my Bread Man before the Bread Man <laughs> got here.
1: <laughs> why? Why was he British? I said Bread Man. But why? Why was Tavo bread?
0: I don't know. I'm just saying in the it's, that wasn't I didn't What's nickname him Bradman I'm just saying. I'm just saying he was like I had a love for Tavo the way people I, had I a know. love I'm for Panera. I'm chips. Awesome. Gotcha. I'm chips. Gotcha. Um, awesome
1: so we got to find the picture of Addie terrified of Tavo again uh, in honor of the playoffs. And then we should like
0: Photoshop like <laughs> Shisterkin's picture. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Have a little fun. My wife holding yeah. a little baby. Igor Shisterkin <laughs> <laughs>
1: terrified of Tavo. There you go. Oh but, man. But, like this series. I again before. Before the
0: playoffs started, I picked Carolina to go to the Stanley Cup final against Colorado, so I'm not steering from that either. Uh, that Penguins series against the Rangers—that to me, that series was more of the Penguins losing it than the Rangers winning it. Credit to the Rangers—they didn't, they never gave up. They showed their heart. They, they they kept fighting back, and they deserve all the credit in the world for doing that. But you give up multiple two nothing leads to the Carolina Hurricanes like almost every game. You give that team a 2 nothing head start. Yeah, it's, it's not the it's same. It's not going to be the same thing. You don't have a third string goaltender in Louis Domingue playing the majority of those games. So the Rangers are a very good team. I think they're going to be really good for years to come. But are another they're one of get, those teams. They're going to get
2: better. I yes. Yeah. They're
0: another one of those teams that are just not quite ready for prime time. And the Hurricanes are that team that is just about ready to show that they are Mm -hmm. so it's going to be an intriguing matchup this is a this is a playoff series that i could see happening multiple times over the next three or four years Um, but i think if this is round one of a few it's going to go to the hurricanes just because you know they're they're the better team they're the better team at five on five they're the deeper team and there's nothing wrong with losing to the better team so igor sesterkin as we talked about he's the wild card he can Totally steal a series, but he needs to be better than he was against the Penguins. He needs to be that Vesna winner heart candidate trophy finalist from the regular season. He wasn't that guy for most of that series. He looked like that guy for much of game seven, especially early, but he's still been a little eh, at yeah. times and that that's worrisome. Their team defense hasn't been great. There's been some plays where I was like, Adam Fox. Whoa, buddy. Yeah. How did you win that? You should return that Norris <laughs> Trophy. I know you got it because you scored a lot of points, but good God, man, put a body on Jake Getzel. He's killing you guys. Yeah, <laughs> That's the one guy you needed to put a body on. He was always wide open. So Rangers have their flaws. They're a good team. The Carolina Hurricanes have their flaws, but I think in the end it will be the Hurricanes in six. I'm also, yep.
2: I'm also going with the Hurricanes, and, and you bring up the, the depth of, of Carolina against against the Rangers. You know, the Rangers have relied – very heavily on just their their top performers and you can do that but I think against in in the playoffs against a deep team like Carolina um, a very experienced team like Carolina it's it's going to be a a, a tough hill to climb and yeah I I, I think Carolina comes out with with the win in the end Um, but it's 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 another one of those you know very close series even though there is a defined favorite so.
0: But uh and the and the Tony D'Angelo, which you, you're gonna have to check out our, our article companion to this, Jay used a very uh appropriate and colorful uh adjective to describe <laughs> young <laughs> Mr. Outspoken D'Angelo. But Tony D'Angelo against the Rangers in the playoffs, say what you want about him as a human being. Uh it's um that's going to be a fun storyline to watch. It's going to be very interesting to see how the New York crowd reacts to him and how he feeds off of that.
1: Yeah, There were so many terms I could have used. Right. I'm very happy with the one I said. None of, well. them, were, none of them would have been wrong either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it worked out nicely. The <laughs> athletics model likes uh, Carolina 64% of the time. A 64% that. chance to win the series on that
0: one. It's hard believe to believe that. that the Panthers are have a better probability of the win over the Lightning than the Hurricanes,
1: hurricanes do over do the, the do Rangers. Do Rangers. Yeah, it's, uh, you know... You know how we are about these numbers, uh, nerds. Yeah, look, (laughs) I I think the numbers are a valuable tool, right? It's something you can look to to try to find. Okay, like here's here's an angle maybe we hadn't considered, um, or here's you know here's how the series has gone so far. And look, the Pittsburgh Rangers thing was a was a great example. Is all the stats people picked the Penguins, and although they didn't win the series, it kind of did go that way. It kind of they had the edge. they,
2: They proved why people were picking. The, the, the Penguins in that series um, but it just wasn't there wasn't the 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 close out the ability to close out the series to, right. fin- to finish it off and yeah I, I think when you, when you look at how analytics are used in hockey you can't be <laughs> you can't be at this point in in the game and, and where it's at and how you watch it you can't i don't think there's really a, a good way to be one hundred percent eye test or one hundred percent analytics it's got to be a, a, a a defined mixture of both um, because, because the analytics can tell you kind of what to expect to see, but then once the puck's dropped, I mean, it's, it's one of the most random games that you can, that you can find out there. And, you know, it, it can, it can give you a, an idea of what you might expect, but um, you know, it's, it's why the, the games are played on ice and not on a, uh, I would say on paper, but it's 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 on a
0: computer. Not screen. on
1: a spreadsheet. Not, not
0: on a, a, yeah. not an abacus. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: right. So. All right, the final uh, series, uh, and it's going to be a great one too. The Battle of Alberta picks up in playoff form, Edmonton versus Calgary, and to me, this is the one I'm the second most excited for after Florida Tampa. Um, it's such a cliche, like throw out the record books when these teams get together, but truly, <laughs> do that because yeah. the Battle of Alberta is a thing. I have when I worked at the score, I used to get just sent random books like all the time books would coming in the mail and I got one I have not read it, but it was a Battle of Alberta book and it was like <laughs> it was like <laughs> this thing. It was like the thickness of the Bible. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> it, it was it was wild. Like there's just a it, it's such a storied rivalry and to see it come full circle now with a guy who would probably at the end of his career is going to be on the Mount Rushmore of hockey and Connor McDavid and a, an exciting young, awesome team of Calgary, you know, loaded Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk, exciting guys who will be people that sell the sport currently and in, in down the road. Uh, I can't wait for this one. It's going to be great. It was really hard to make a prediction for me. I'm taking the flames and six just because I think they're, they're overall deeper but uh this is another one that can go either way. I just I just for me the biggest factor is Markstrom versus Mike Smith and 100 times out of 100 I'm taking who Markstrom. Who do you who do you trust more? Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, that's what it came down to for me. Who do you trust more in net? Jacob Markstrom. Who's the deeper team? Calgary. Um Connor McDavid and 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 Leon Draisaitl can can very much carry an Oilers team um successfully, but I just think for doing it so long, they, it would, they had a tougher time than I think a lot of people and probably including the Oilers had against the Kings. And that, that takes a lot out of you. So um, I, I, I think Calgary has the advantage in, in net, has the advantage in depth. Um, and I think, you know, I've said it a, a number of times, Calgary is just a very complete team and is, and, and has, is built for this time of year. Uh, so I, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be very hard for Edmonton, even with, Connor McDavid to, to get over them in a seven game series. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm very yeah. excited for this series. Did you
1: guys see the video of Keith Kachuk jumping up and down after the, yeah. uh, and, and after uh, the, after the game winner. Brady yeah. was
0: there too. Brady picking Brady, up Brady yeah, some, some random high, child, high-fiving, high-fiving random
2: people and yeah. grabbing kids and throwing them on his shoulders. Yeah. That's, that's, it's that's, a, that's random that's strangers. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jay, Jay sent kids. me, Jay just sent me the picture of uh, his daughter, afraid of Tuvo Teravainen. And so we,
0: we, through some... Shusterkin love in there as well. There you go. There it is. That's wonderful. That's fantastic. <laughs> we were it's a young Igor. Shisterkin. We were watching you work because his Joey's uh, pe- peek behind the curtain. Joey's screen that he's working on is also the monitor in front of us. And we were watching him build that and I was trying so hard not. Yeah. I was wondering laugh. where it was going. <laughs> That's fantastic. Like, yeah, what's he gonna great. do? Oh man, uh, that turned
1: out great. Yes, please send that to me so we can post it on social media. That's fantastic. Uh, for those that weren't watching the last show we did, um, this was when the Hawks were at training camp uh, at Notre Dame. And camp was over. We were just hanging out on campus and decided to go get Chipotle for lunch. And Tevo was in Chipotle with a couple other Hawks prospects. And uh, <laughs> and I'm like, Eddie you take your picture with Tevo? And she acted like he was the devil incarnate. <laughs> and there's no one less intimidating than, what is he, probably 19, 18? Had to be, At yeah. that point. There's no less intimidating human being on earth than than te, teenage Tavo Teravainen, <laughs> and she looked at him like she had the fear of God on her face. And now stricken will feel the same pain, my friends. Oh my <laughs> god, go. so funny. That's good. It's good stuff. It's it's that is a memory that I will cherish forever. And, 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 and he was like. He, he apologized. <laughs> yes. For like, sorry for being anything. so scary. I'm sorry my kid is weird. <laughs> and he hasn't aged a day since so <laughs> no, I saw a photo either. She's also terrified of mascots to this day. Oh, no. To man. the point where I brought her to a Chicago Steel game. I had a, like, a Q&A, a Madhouse podcast thing, at a Steel game. And we're in a, in a suite. And then next to the suite was the suite where the mascot was going to get dressed. So the whole costume's in there. So I say to the security guy, can we please kind of just go show her the costume so she can see it's not a big deal it's just whatever so she goes in there she's looking at it, okay she understands she meets the guy who's gonna put it on shakes his hand really nice smiley as soon as the head goes on chaos <laughs> chaos ensues this is probably four or five years ago oh gosh. but she's 11 now she's gonna be 12 next week this weekend it get over it <laughs> Get over the mascot thing, kid. I'm sorry. I need to be able to go to sports games and not have my head on a swivel for skates or Tommy Hawk or yeah. whoever might come by. Oh God, it's time. Oh, it's she would have hated
0: back. the, uh, the uh, game three in Rockford because they had all the oh, she Rockford area of mascot. There was like six or seven, and Tommy Hawk was there too. It was it was. Uh, she would have yeah, uh, nightmare
1: fuel. She would have ran night. out of the stadium, no doubt about it. No um, doubt about it.
0: Well, getting back to the the yeah, Battle sorry. of Alberta, no, this is good stuff. I mean, anytime we can get a Joey Photoshop, <laughs> we get it in there. Uh, but this series is like a, it's for the the us graybeards because if you like some of you listening may be too young, but back in the eighties, late eighties, early nineties, like the Flames and the Oilers played each other almost every year yep. in in the in the playoffs, and for a while there, it was whoever won that series went on to the Stanley Cup final and won the Stanley Cup. Um, so it's going to be good for that. Um, we get Connor McDavid at least four more times and Mm. you can, there's no such thing as too much Connor McDavid on the ice. Uh, my favorite player to watch in this league. It's not even close. Kale McCarr is closing the gap, but it's still all about Connor McDavid. I love watching him play the game. Um, Kyle Davidson was asked yesterday when we had our little Q and a with him at the United center. Um, you know, is there a team in the playoffs you're building, you want to model? And he kind of, you know, uh, in a a typical non-committal answer (laughs) said, no, I want to take a little bit from everybody. They all have their good things, which is not not the wrong wrong, answer. But But uh, I really hope he's kind of paying attention to the Calgary Flames and how they're constructed. You've mentioned it before, Jay. That's a great construct greatly because you have the high-end talent with your Goudreaux's. You've got great defensemen. You've got size. You've got guys that can play the tough guy roles, but can also score. You've got goaltending. They're as close as a complete team as you get. And you got the, you got the no nonsense battle tested cup winning coach who will wear out his welcome at some point. He's done it in Calgary once already. Yes. so, you got to take advantage of that now because it doesn't happen all the time. So, the, you know, McDavid is a guy that can literally put the Oilers on his back and win them two games this series. Um, I'm going to pick the Flames in seven. I okay. think just so much sure. is going into this. Those emotions are going to be so high in both of those buildings. Um, my uh, the uh, But the Flames are, are the better team. The Flames, Oilers have better high end players, more yes. of them right. I should say, and better, but the Flames have that third and fourth line is what's going to win them this series. So
1: I look at guys like Blake Coleman and Tyler Toffoli. Yeah. You know, and uh difference makers. Trevor Lewis is another Lewis, two-time Cup winner. Yep. So those are the guys that don't get all
0: the Blake Coleman was signed yep. from Tampa for, for this specific type. purpose. Yes. Yes. And he's great. I and love Blake forget, Coleman. don't forget
1: number 1 defenseman nikita zadorov <laughs> can i change it to the oilers no, I'm, just, I'm kidding i'm kidding so here's and we got you know we could probably get to this later but it's top of mind what if the oilers don't do it if they can't get by calvary they can't get to the cup final whatever what are they going to be able to do to get to that point because the salaries are going to get out of control you're going to have to move they're not going to move mcdavid right at some point well the this is going to come come to roost and and I, I just don't know what did, can they do to get over the hump uh, that's that's my m- question. my, my
2: have first to thing. address okay. goal tending. that's number yeah. one defense and you got to improve your defense you can
0: sounds like another team in, in Canada that has these same issues a little bit yeah my yeah. first step is if they don't win the cup this year is you tell Ken Holland thanks for playing get the hell out yeah uh he refused to address the goalies this year
2: yeah, that's and it might that be was what, weird. It might be what does them in.
0: Yeah, and yeah. He, and he went out and got Duncan Keith. Okay, yes, experience. But if Duncan Keith is the guy that's going to change your defense at this point in his career, it's not going to happen. No, and it hasn't happened.
1: No, that's like your late season addition to fortify mm-hmm. the D. That's like to me the Johnny Oduya kind of a move, right? Yeah. Like, and Oduya was great. Don't get me wrong; he was exactly what the Hawks needed when they got him, especially the first time around. But, you know, that can't be like your off-season fix to be the difference in a cup. That's fortifying things towards the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, look, we we all love Duncan Keith, of course, but at this point he's just not the sort of guy that's going to get them over he's the hump. He's not
0: the difference maker that he once was. No, no.
1: not at all. But uh, I can't wait for this series. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a ton of fun. The only thing i bummed about this series is the Oilers need to bring back the uniforms from the 80s. I hope they do it as, like, one of those. like, I remember when I was on high school, our football team did this. We had a huge game, and we were, before the game started, they showed, we had all new uniforms. We never, we didn't know they were coming, and we still got our asses kicked. But still, <laughs> it was like, oh, like, fired us all up before the game, so we got our asses kicked slightly less. Um, but those sort of things, I don't know, surprise the fans yeah. with it, you know? And they take the ice, and there's a huge reaction. It seems so, I don't know. Dumb and and fanish to say so, but like those things are
0: cool. Those are yeah. fun. fun. It's, it's fun. like the green
1: jerseys at Notre Dame. There's history with those. Yeah. Yeah.
0: it's it's fun. Which means the NHL won't do it.
2: Well, and I think <laughs> yeah. not to Good extinguish point. the 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 uh, the fun fire here, but I think you have to declare in the NHL what jerseys you're wearing before the playoffs. Yeah, and they Again, they get main. approved. You know, I don't. It's I, stupid, I like. I'm not but, yeah. the biggest
0: basketball guy in the world, but I love how the NBA. Each team has like eighteen h- uniforms, <laughs> and, and then they they wear they all can different be, yeah, kinds of can crazy be combinations. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know it's a lot, probably a lot cheaper to make a basketball uniform than a mm-hmm. hockey jersey. But you know, have some fun with the stuff. You know, bring back more throwback stuff. Everybody loves the the retro uniforms. I know they are doing this reverse retro. Just give us retro. Right. Why do yeah. the, the, the old uniforms are still the best uniforms? That's why the, when the Flames went back to it, why do you think people love it? Because why
2: the Coyotes are yeah. the, everyone loves the Coyotes. Should have never kachinas. changed. Yeah, I
0: love those Kings uniforms where they go back to the nineties. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. Personally, I wish they'd go back to the purple and, and Me too, gold. Me with the crown. Yeah, yeah,
1: those are great, too. And can someone get in touch with someone in Anaheim about the freaking horrible Ducks uniforms? Yeah, those are bad. Go back to the What are you the, doing? The Ducks, yeah. yeah. My Lord. A good point here from uh, Design Love in the chat. The Oilers are a watered-down version of Toronto with a better fourth line and a worse D. Yeah, I, I believe it. It's pretty solid. Good analysis. Yeah, yeah that's,
0: about, that's about right.
1: All right, so there you have it. Uh, I'm taking the uh, the Flames in six. I'm also taking the Flames in six. And you yeah. were the same? Seven. Seven for going you. Because right. I
0: want one more game of Conor McDavid, <laughs> damn it. As many but possible yeah, I want games. as many as possible.
1: I'll change my pick if they wear the uh, retro uniforms. Yes. <laughs> all right, if you guys are enjoying CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get a risk, two risk-free bets, up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our great web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice, like mine, from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available now in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register from start to finish, all from your phone You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book, easier than ever, and you can do it from your living room in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Got a few minutes left, so want to spend a few minutes on what Jeremy Cal- why I have done that twice, twice today? today? I was, that's incredible. Carlton. Why have I done that that twice today? You've got Colleton <laughs> on the brain. My God. Go home and drink. Kyle oh. Davidson. Kyle, if you're watching, I'm so sorry. <laughs> my God, he's never going to come in the studio our, now. Our, <laughs> our press credentials just got put through the paper shredder. Way to go. Oh, my God. Okay. Kyle Davidson reinforced, basically, his head coaching uh, deadline saying early July is probably when you'll see a new head coach named. Uh, Today, we saw Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet report that Barry Trotz will be interviewing with the Winnipeg Jets or has interviewed already. Um, We saw Lane Lambert hired by the Islanders yesterday. So some of the bigger, more available names are starting to uh, get interviews, if not hired. Um, We were talking before the show, and as I was sort of thinking about this, I'm asking myself, does the lack of urgency from Davidson show that he's not really looking for someone that's had a ton of NHL experience? Maybe not. Maybe I'm jumping to conclusions. Uh, which could be very likely, but I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out why is he dead set on such a long timeline. I'm not necessarily worried about it, but at the same time, the longer you take, the fewer candidates become available.
2: I think one of the big things that. I took away from the 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 event yesterday was and and we we spoke about it yesterday too um on the show the trio of davidson jeff greenberg and norma kiver i think they're they're trying to work as a as a cohesive unit where it's not necessarily you know it's it's kyle davidson's way or the highway and you know jeff and norm are are there to yes man i think it's 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 going to be more of a, of a, of a group effort in, in decision-making. And just recently, the three of them have been put in place together. So to get those three working together, um, on the coaching search and like looking for the criteria for what they're looking for, I think they're probably wanting to have a little bit of time just together to kind of figure out, you know, bounce ideas off of each other, bounce, you know, potential candidates off of each other and find the right person for the job. Um, I also think part of the reason that they're saying they don't want to be too committal to being like, Oh, we're, we're going to start the process real quick is because maybe some of the people that they have in mind already or, or have, you know, that they want to put on, on their coaching list may already be coaching in the postseason as either as an assistant or, 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 or what have you. So, I I, I would like for the process to be quicker than that. I, I wrote about it uh, today. It'll go up later tonight on allchgo.com. If if, if, I, if I was interviewing as a, as a coaching candidate, I would want to be in place before the draft because if I'm coming in, signing up for a rebuild, I want my input on the players that down the road, I'll probably be coaching in the NHL. Right. I don't want to be given a roster and say, here, figure it out. I want to have some input on it. And I think Kyle Davidson really does want to have a coach that can put their stamp on the rebuild. And I don't think they're going with a placeholder. I think they're going to look for someone who not only will navigate the rebuild, but could also grow into being the coach that is ready to go when the team is ready to contend again.
0: And that's not yeah, That's not a terrible strategy whatsoever. Um, you know and another thing to think maybe their ideal coach is still coaching in the AHL right now, so that could be. Yeah. I think he's kind of taken a page from your, your favorite pizza joint. Uh, he's over prom- promising or under promising <laughs> over and deliver. If I tell you your pizza is going to be there in 60 minutes and it shows up in 25, you're going to be thrilled. So if I tell you eh, mid July and then mid June, you're going to be like, Oh, okay, that wasn't so yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. It could be a little bit of that, you know. Don't you know, don't say one thing and then you can't, that you know you can't deliver on. Right. The timeline doesn't really bother me so much, just as long as they get the guy they want or the type of guy they want. You know, the, the Islanders coaching hire, that was an in-house hire. That right. guy was already there. He's basically getting promoted. That mm-hmm. was an easy call. Wayne Lambert was a guy I wanted the Blackhawks to go after when they got yeah. Calliton uh get, got the axe. So and then Barry Trotz is a guy we talked about. He's not coming to the Blackhawks. So no. those two things don't affect the Blackhawks at all. No, because I, I think, you know, I don't think Lambert. would You know, even if Lambert was available, I, I don't know. You know, that would have been a guy that that, you know, uh, Davidson would have wanted because he's a he's a Trotz clone. He's been Trotz's right hand guy for since the Nashville days. Mm-hmm. He probably doesn't want to play up temple hockey either. You know, he probably, probably wants to play that that slogging neutral zone slow. Bore you to death type of hockey that can win you a Stanley cup, but So the timeline i'm okay with the timeline ideally. Yeah, you're right I'd like to have a guy in there before the draft before free agency Um, But if not, it's not the end of the world as long as these guys get the guy they're looking for or the type of guy they want um, You know, I, I I think a lot of teams are going to take their time because I think a lot of the teams are waiting for guys in the playoffs Yep. There's a lot of assistants on Tampa Bay that are probably going to get in, that are going to get interviews. There's going to be guys in Florida that all of a sudden now hot coaching, pro, you know, mm-hmm. it, who's Jared Bednard's assistants right. that are going to get looked at. So, um, lots of things to fall. And to me, I don't think the coach. Head coach is the biggest domino for Kyle Davidson this summer. Right, right. There's a lot of things he needs to take care of and get a coach. Yeah. So to me, it's not the top priority. They're, this team is not a. They don't. They're not a coach away from being good. So take your time and find the guy you think is the guy to lead you through and
1: beyond the rebuild. There's what no if,
0: problem. I have no problem taking your time. What if that, that
1: coach guy. is a certain coach, Ditka? How far away are they now? Yeah, smart guy. Even farther. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, uh, the draft July 7th and 8th, free agency July 13th. So keep those dates in mind. Like you said, Mario, be nice to have a coach in place for those. Yeah. So okay. we'll see. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the show. Before we wrap up, we want to remind everybody to join the family here at CHGO. Go to allchgo.com, sign up for that membership. You'll get access to our Discord, our merch, uh, All the great written content, our predictions will be dropping momentarily in print form. Uh, Mario's got a piece on the coaching search coming out. Tons of great stuff every day. And it's not just us. It's every Chicago sports team with fresh content all the time. I know the Bulls show is coming up next. They've got their uh, continuing evaluations going on. We begin our evaluations on tomorrow's show. We're going to do the Jones brothers, not the Jonas brothers the Jones brothers to start this, to start our evaluations. We'll do those every Wednesday. Uh, that will be a podcast and then written content as well. So make sure you're here for that. We've got throwback Thursday coming up, whole bunch more coming up to you, for you this week. We'll be at 1:30 every day this week. So make sure you're subscribed to the CHGO podcast, wherever you get your podcasts and make sure you're liking and following our YouTube page as well for Mario and for Greg. I'm Jay Joey. Thanks for your help with the production today. We greatly appreciate it. This has been the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.